Welcome to Road Soda's podcast of the year. Absolutely. And what a year this year has been. 2005, almost in the books. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Four years out from 2001. Yeah. We did it. Uh, George Bush is going strong, man. You're listening to Dino Beaver and the Cheese. What's up, Cheese here? Stinky cheese head. What's up? He did it. He did the cheese head. Welcome to Road Sodas. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Warden. And I'm Jimbo Shaw. And we have uh, a very special episode for you uh, in honor of, I guess, people going back to school or something. Sure. Graduating school. Sure. Yeah, whatever. This will be out in uh, early October. Mid-October. It'll be out in early October. Eh, you're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into that, we're going to fire off some correspondence, which is where we read an email that the other one wrote to the other one. I can phrase that better, but I shan't because I've described it better in the past. And if you want to hear me do that, go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. So what we'll do here is read off an email that we wrote in strange wording and prose for no particular reason. With a very strange context that we may not share with you, so you're going to have to pick up the context clues along the way. Yep. This uh, is uh, chock-a-block full of inside jokes. And knowledge of the German language will benefit you well in this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not too many of these are visual jokes, which is good, but I think there's still a couple in there. But our first our, our part correspondence part one, part A is from Jimbo to myself, titled Alphitasane, sent May 28th, 2017. And it goes thusly. Mein liebe große Freunde, I leave today for Hesse. My sentimental nature forced my hand in the last four meals consumed. Taco Bell, LPK, Little Pizza King, steak bomb with spicy fries, and assorted encased meats from the back porch grill. I'll be in touch through email mostly, and your name is on our mailbox. You're the man of the house now. Bis Spater, Yimbo. And then the postscript is Colt 45, Zwei Zigzags, Baby Das is all wir brauchen. Which I'll save you the Googling. That's Colt 45, two zigzags, Baby, that's all we need. Yeah, I was listening to a lot of uh, hip hop. When I was going over to Germany, I was like, well, I'm not even going to see a black person, so I might as well like be the blackest person in, in Germany, listen to Wu-Tang all the time. Well, let's be, let's be honest. The amount of words per minute, as far as a genre go, like the high end of that's got to be rap, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what else could compare? So if you're leaving to a non-English speaking place, yeah. Might, might as well just pump yourself full of some English real quick before you head on over. I totally yeah, the get old it. street lingo. I totally get it. Yeah, because all of the street terminology translates extremely well into other languages. Big time. <laughs> it, it's always a one-to-one. Idioms yeah. famously translate perfectly. Yes, the last shirt has no pockets. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway. In the mouth of the wolf. <laughs> That's Italian. <laughs> Nice. It means good luck. Well, I have a reply from Ben to me, dated after that that first email. 
So I'm guessing once I was in Germany. So this, this no doubt really buoyed the spirits. My most stalwart displaced patriot, knowing that you freely walk amongst the krauts fills me with joy. I'd been adrift at sea lately, but your presence there steadies me and gives me German direction. You're sort of my Deutsch rudder, if you will. I'm pleased to see you have a robust handy as well. I enjoy knowing you have a functioning, powerful, and perhaps even turgid handy. I had to buy a cheap Chinese handy while I was there, and that purchase really blew up in my face. I mean, I really shot my wad buying that thing. Hand job. Your choices of meals show great forethought and fortitude, as I have seen lesser men pale at the mere mention of such feasts. Don't ask me how I came upon this, but apparently the following is an acceptable insult in Germany. Dein Oma masturbatiert beim Stehen. You can probably puzzle it out if you haven't already heard it. It gave me quite a chuckle. Betrunkenen und Funken, Benjamin. And the postscript for this one is... Hundinen sind nicht scheiße, aber schlampen und hören, lecken auf diese Nüsse und saugen den Schwanz. And to save him the Googling, what, what would that translate to? Uh, well, I mean, you know, the object and the subject is kind of switch here. Yeah. But it's bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. So lick on these nuts and suck the dick. <laughs> yeah. And the earlier one, the the <laughs> Dein Oma masturbatiert beim Stehen. Yeah, uh, that's your grandmother masturbates by standing what, while standing. While standing, okay. Yeah, which just I, I'm not <laughs> sure why they used it as an insult, but it's good. I mean, it works. Yeah, the only one I ever heard was uh, "Lekt mir am Arsch," so just lick my ass lick or my kiss ass. my ass. Yeah. yeah, which is okay. I mean, it's it's a lot more insult than I I was expecting from any German. Of course, they use they usually just go Schweinhund and call it a day. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, me. That's what we are, shit Americans. <laughs> yep. And the uh, the references in the first one there, uh, a ha- handy is the German word for cell phone. So yeah, I'm I'm sure I sent a picture of an electronics store that just said handies on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I when I went over there. Uh, for for a co-op, which we'll get to in a later work episode, uh, my my roommate at the time he's my roommate in 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 Boston and not my roommate in Germany, but was working at the same same place. When he uh, got a cell phone, he emailed his family just to let them know, like, hey, you know, I got this cell phone. You can't really call me on it because it'll be super expensive, but I do have it. Uh, but he referred to it as a handy. And he sent it's like his his mom's email, his dad's email, and his sister's email. And his sister did like a, a reply just to him, not a reply at all. And it was like, hey, I don't know if you meant to just send that to me, but you probably shouldn't tell mom and dad that you're buying hand jobs in Germany. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, it's fine. They'll get it. They'll, they'll understand. So apparently they didn't understand it, or at least she didn't. And uh, yeah, like the, the desired confusion occurred, which is great. Because, you know, sometimes if, if you always get the joke... You kind of do a half-hearted chuckle and you move on. But if someone doesn't get the joke, now you're now you're doing some business. Look, the whole family's benefiting from me purchasing this handy, so I'm going to purchase this handy. Absolutely. <laughs> and the battery life on this handy, I mean, it's a cheap German handy. It's probably only going to last like half an hour at most. Yeah. 
So there's mm. another. I had to squeeze in another. Yes. And, yes, you did. And what by squeeze in another, I mean. Yeah. You you had to entendre your entendre. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I'm piling on. I get it. Now, now that's out of the way, we're going to move on to the main soda. The main meat. And much like the beginning of the work history, this one's going to go to back in the high school times. This is uh, the end of our junior year of, of high school because mm-hmm. we had just graduated from 11th grade. Because the thing we're going to, the main event, was uh, the graduation party of a guy one year ahead of us. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, you know, a friend of both of us. Absolutely. And we didn't figure that out till later. He he moved. I forget when he moved into the neighborhood. I want to say I was probably in middle school. Maybe he went to the same middle school as me. I'm not sure. But he went to the private school in the area so he did not go to the same high school as me but i'd see him around the neighborhood uh he was the same age as my next door neighbor they hung out quite a bit so i'd hang out with them we went on a couple of ski trips it has a whole other story that i don't think i can tell on here but saw him around the area we we uh probably got drunk back in the we definitely got drunk back in the woods a few times Uh, and unbeknownst to me he was attending school with jimbo yeah and i went to that uh private high school because the school that Ben went to sucks. And I mean, you'll find that out later in this episode, you know, like how, (laughs) how effective their measures are. But I had taken a, I think it was like a composition, but drawing course with him. All right. When I was a sophomore and he was a junior and our teacher was also from Cecil County. So she was talking to me. She knew me from before. She knew him from before. And then she just connected us dots together. And I was like, you're the guy that drives the Mustang around? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, awesome. I, would, I would see that Mustang right at the you know end of the street there. And he said, I asked him, you know, where'd you live? Or like, you know, how far do you got to go to a home? And uh, he was like, oh, I'm just off Blue Ball Road because that's that's something you get to say. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right right near that blue ball. Yeah, there's some very stupid named roads around. There's Mary Jane Lane. That's a that's a frequently stolen street sign from what I understand. There's about four or five of them in the backwoods of my old house because they ended up putting uh. that sign it, most of the street signs they don't have street like street posts or anything fancy like that cuz it's the middle of goddamn nowhere. So they just put the street sign on top of the stop sign at the intersection. Except for Mary Jane Lane, because it was stolen so frequently, because stop signs are only like eight feet tall, maybe 10 feet. And so they gave it its own post that was like 12, 15 feet tall. Like it kept changing. And they would put it on those anti, they'd put anti theft screws at the top and they'd cover it in, uh, in grease. So it made it harder to climb. But we just, we would just rip it out of the ground. We would just chain it up to the back of somebody's truck and just, drive yeah, away but, and all right rip, so rip the whole oh, concrete why this out. sign specifically i don't know people wanted it mary jane lane i don't get it yeah neither do i, neither <laughs> do I. <laughs> yeah we had one of those signs uh just over the line in delaware actually on 896 is terrapin lane that yeah they they've made it its own entity yeah Put it in concrete in the ground and made it 15 feet high because of us rascally college and high school kids. Rapscallions, all of you. Every last one. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, do you do you have any Baythons? Wasn't Mary Jane a Baython? But like, you lived on, and there was as well. Yes, yes. We're just telling my exact old. Not that I live there anymore. It doesn't fucking matter. But uh, I might cut that out just because yeah. we're gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna cut that out because I. Think, That's fine. I think the family we're still talking to, or we're gonna talk about, lives around there, but. For the sake of ease of storytelling, because we're probably going to slip up anyway, we're going to give this guy that James went to high school with that I live near, who was having this graduation party, we're going to give him a fake made-up name. We're going to call him uh, uh, Frankie. We'll call him Frankie. Ooh, yeah, I like that. And uh, just because there'll be other people. He looks people. like a Frankie. Sure. Why not? Don't we, don't we all, though? And so uh, Frankie's parents, we're going to throw him a graduation party. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is, you know, common. You know, mine, mine was, you know, the the following year, mine was basically just a, a picnic that the family came over to. It wasn't anything like this, because uh, this was fun and awesome. Mm-hmm. And so he invited people. I'm not entirely sure. Did he invite you directly, or did I invite you, or do you not remember? I don't think I ever hung out with him outside of school. Asked and answered. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure I told you I was going to this, and you were like, well, I know that dude. I bet I can come, too. Yeah, I mean, I was always cool with him in school. It was just he was a grade ahead of me. You know, we were really clicky school. Just yeah. like every high school in America. An ununique tale, which makes it relatable. Now, I realize I say now a lot while I'm doing the editing for these. I, I frequently just now, and then uh, sometimes I don't really get any momentum like mm. like this i just like sort of now i just sort of spin my wheels and i never get to now at this particular <laughs> event uh his parents threw a fucking good time they were cool folks yeah they knew what they were doing they had slush slushy machines i think they were rented you yeah, know they, yeah. They, they, yeah. they had a lot of excellent rentals like they knew they knew how to spend like money effectively in a weekend yes now i've I, he had a he had a pool. I forget if it was in ground or above ground, but it was nice. Probably probably in ground. I think it was in ground. I think it was in ground, and I think it was heated. I think it was pretty nice. Okay, I can't really remember, but everything else we're going to mention was was most assuredly a rental. And so they had these slushy machines. We're like, oh, that's kind of cool. A slushy machine. Never seen one of those. Not at you know a Seven Eleven or a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh yeah, we've got margaritas here. And, you know, daiquiris here. And they had like, I don't know, three, four of them. And I was just like, what the fuck? For real? Yeah. And you couldn't get one ice cream maker? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> How hard is cookies and cream, honestly? And they had a bunch of coolers and stuff. And we started drinking and looking around the rest of the amenities. What what else did they have available for us now? Uh, now, uh, buzzed youths. Mm. Well, I I remember some good fare from the grill. I remember there was there was some pretty solid hot dogs and hamburgers, as is tradition. As is tradition. But um, in addition to the house, there were a couple other structures uh, on the the property. One of them was a, a house that was bouncy. Uh, another was a boxing ring that was also bouncy. Yes. Now, bouncy houses, we're all familiar with. Mm-hmm. The bouncy boxing ring, I feel like we've all seen it, but it is less common, so I will describe it 
slightly so that everyone can picture it perfectly. It's it's an inflatable ring, but then it has like two pedestals that you can stand on, I think, to kind of gain your feet. And the boxing gloves are like two, three feet big. Yeah, they're massive. They're, they're comically large boxing gloves. I think you can double the thing as like a jousting platform. I think I, I think that's what I jousted on at the the picnic for the the local businesses or the the local you know wire manufacturer fuck yes mm. but yeah it was mainly just there to knock each other down and it's fun because you have unstable footing because you're on an inflatable surface and because you're now getting drunk in the daytime with parental supervision yeah very little oversight on the intake and i mean we were juniors too like yeah your your kid was graduating he, he became a man or whatever but there were still children there, and that was us. Big time. <laughs> and this was back in the baggy shorts days. Mm-hmm. So you know I was filling up my many, many cargo pockets with all the booze that I could smuggle out of there and just sneaking it off into the woods for collection later. Mm-hmm. Because I was a piece of shit. I was a big piece of shit, but that's, you know, it's what... I'm from Cecil County. That's 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 what we do when we're 16. In fact, I was caught later uh, taking a bottle of tequila, like a handle, like a full handle of Jose Cuervo. I don't even like tequila. I was like, fuck it. Let's just take this. I didn't even put it in my shirt or anything. I just was carrying it away. And they're like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, ah, but they weren't even mad. They were just like, ah, give that back. I was like, ah, you got me. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, no oversight except for that that tiny tiny little glance you got. But still, I mean, yeah. probably saved us. Oh, big time. Yeah. I hate tequila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's no friend of mine. It's it's the wife's favorite, but uh, you know, we're a real Jack Spratt situation in that, you know. I, I'll drink the non the non tequilas slash um, mezcals. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's the only booze and the other choice is not booze, I, I think I'd go tequila. I mean, they never address that in the Jack Spratt rhyme. Like, what if there's no fat or lean? What do they do? But uh, I think they would just eat whatever. Yeah. I don't think Mr. or Mrs. Spratt would just not eat. Anyway, or as I, sh- uh, I'm sorry. Hang on. <clears throat> now. <laughs> there we go. So plenty of people there. Uh, a couple other fellas from the area uh i only say fellas because they were pretty much no girls uh, our age that lived around there i'm sure they came from not the neighborhood but as far as the neighborhood kids go it's a pretty spread out neighborhood so there weren't all that many of us but we were all there even though we didn't necessarily go to that high school and then i'm sure his high school friends were there i don't really remember it uh, because I was too busy hanging out with my neighborhood friends and Jimbo and getting drunk and hopping around in a moon bounce. But I will say, I won't say which group that these two were from, but there was a young lady and a young man who were both appropriate aged to be doing what they did. And they were jumping around the bouncy house and they were like, this might be fun to have sex in. And I was just like, damn, I'm out. That idea is getting lodged in my head for the rest of my life. Now. We'll come back to that. Ended up getting, I guess it must have been a text message. This was probably in the, uh, oh, 
this would have been, I had a car at this point, which meant my mom gave me her old Nokia brick cell phone, the classic gold case that we all know. And uh, I, I would have received a text message from some friends at this point. Uh, we'll call them guy I went to high school with one and guy I did not go to high school with two. All right. I didn't plan these names out. That's just how they are on the call sheet. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not the script writer. We should get yeah. one, though. But they're like, hey, you want to? They live near the high school. They're like, you want to head over to the high school and hang out? And we're like, yes. So we brought a bunch of the pilfered alcohol, which meant we were the coolest guys around. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, I mean, in like classic 70s movie fashion, we we just broke into the to the track where the football field was, and we're just drinking in the stands and throwing the empties onto the fucking middle of the field. They weren't even breaking because it's it's grass. Mm-hmm. We're just throwing empty cans and shit, and the bottles were just landing. And just having a general, just bucolic-ass time. That's your word of the day. Bucolic. Google it. Yeah. And one of, one of us, I'm not going to say who, but maybe they'll volunteer the information, had to relieve themselves. Oh, that was totally me. Had to take not a one ski, but an old two ski. Yeah. And guy I did not go to high school with two happened to be happened we we'd all just discovered Purell had basically just hit the market. Or at mm-hmm. least the Cecil County market. For us, yeah. Yeah. We we were just becoming aware of the gel hand sanitizer. And what this young enterprising gentleman had discovered was that it bakes basically acts as cheap napalm. It's it burns. It burns for a while, and it's a gel, which means you can kind of place it, you know, around. Now, to my West Coast listeners, don't worry. Everything here is soaking wet. So, sure, we shouldn't have been playing with fire and such, but... We were pyromaniacs. We burn burn stuff all the time. The only damage would be to ourselves. It would not be to the surrounding areas. I am very sorry about how basically the entire West Coast is on fire right now. Anyway, we we decided we could, we could combine two, we could combine one need and one interest. Mm-hmm. Jimbo, well, would you care to would you care to continue on with the, with with this? You were more involved than I. Yeah, I mean, so I took a shit like right at the starting line in the first lane of the track, and then guy who you didn't go to high school with number two uh, lit it on fire. First, he covered it in. Purell. Well, yeah. I mean, how is he going to do it? Why did we mention Purell? He covered it. And he got down on my turret and like squirted like the the hand pump bottle on onto it and lit it on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I promise that's the grossest part of the episode. But honestly, if you can't handle that, what are you doing here? What are you fucking doing <laughs> here? Come on. You can hear my voice. This voice isn't going to tell you about Bible study. I am sorry. <laughs> are you? He's just saying that the listener can't see the wistful, the wistful look you got going on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got that, that. Well, we got away with it. That thousand dump stare. Yeah. So now it's it's been nighttime at this point. We started in the daytime. We've been drinking all day. Time to head back to the neighborhood. Time to rest up. But first, what's this? What ho? What do we have here? Noise coming from down the road still at the party. We check back in. Everybody who it does not live in the area has gone home, which means it's mostly the neighborhood people, which kind of narrows down what I said before, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I, none of these people listen to this shit, so it won't be a problem. But 
the two people af- uh, aforementioned that wanted to have some coitus in a moon bounce uh, w- w- were doing that. And I got to say, bravo. I, uh, you know, inspirational. Hey, well, they came up with the idea and they went after it. You know, how are you, how are you going to know if you don't try? Look, they wanted to run a sex experiment and they sexecuted that perfectly. Can't win if you don't play, man. Big time. So I think you and I got on the boxing ring and just knocked each other down a bunch. Yeah, I think uh, so. Looking back on a lot of these stories, I'm sensing a great amount of concussions or potential concussions, like subconcussive hits <laughs> that we just sustained that, you know, maybe we want to get checked out because we seem to punch each other silly. <laughs> A fair amount, or get at least knocked around. Well, you brought it up in your your speech at the at at my wedding uh, that I was one of them. You know, you gave a few adjectives, but one of them was you know, most wrestling son of a gun or something like that around. And I was just like, you know, I was like, yes. And then, but even even my wife, my at that time extremely fresh wife, we were we were like what an hour in. I think everybody's kind of like Ben wrestles. And like, to be clear, not like wrestling team wrestles, but I just used to be a very rammy guy. And I think it's because I was tiny. I mean, I was tall, but I didn't weigh anything. And so it's very funny for just a dude to impotently bang himself against his friends because I couldn't cause any damage. I'm too big to just like shove my friend. At this point, if I just randomly like rammed my head into my friends, that'd be I'd be a bully. It wouldn't be. Yeah, you would be. Plus, I'm 31, so that's also, you know, that head ram would probably throw out my lower back and blow out their knee. Sounds like a good time, man. I mean, why not? What do we, <laughs> we got plenty of recovery time during lockdown. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, I remember being a kind of a rowdy guy, too, especially especially when you got that liquor in me. Absolutely. We were a couple of wrestling sons of guns. You couldn't take <laughs> us anywhere. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, we would wrestle drunkenly in public all the time. Uh, well, you know, the, the boxing ring, I guess I'm remembering now, because I, I don't think I, I put that on the, the original behind-the-scenes Google Doc. You you remember that, so clearly there was something that just... For whatever reason, a lot of this night I can recall very clearly. And hmm. to be clear, the parts that I can't are simply the fog of time. I'm not a blackout drunk. I don't think you are either. I don't think so. I've like we're we're the next morning, which we've had a lot of the next mornings. You and I are never putting the pieces back together, really. Not anymore, no. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even back then, it was kind of like you know, we had a. Pre- I mean, it was like m- maybe we don't know what time we went to bed, shit like that. But like we know we went to bed. We know I can only speak for myself. Yeah, ah, there's there's some nights that that escape me. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean we all got a handful of them, but uh, I remember there was a like a sales competition for one of those like you know you go and sell candy bars or magazine subscriptions or something like that. Candy bars, candy bars. In middle school, maybe you remember this. I completely forget what organization it was, and at the end, however much you sold equated to fucking candy bucks or something like some some fake unit of currency 
and you could spend that on various bullshit, and they set it all up in the gym at the middle school. You remember that? Yeah. There was, like, the box that they just blew cash into, and you could mm-hmm. just catch actual money. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that I saved up for was the gladiator ring thing. So it was the exact same ring as the boxing ring, but you had uh, one, they gave you a giant padded helmet, which was probably available at the graduation party for the boxing ring. We just didn't use it. But in the gym thing, you threw it on and you stood on the pedestal thing. And then you had, uh, I mean, it was American gladiator shit, but it was just like a long rod with foam tubes at the end. And you were just yeah, kind of, that's jousting. Oh, that's jousting. That's well, that's inflatable bouncy jousting. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah. so it was that. <laughs> And so I saved up to do that. And I remember like from that moment on being like, damn, I want to spend more time on one of these. Cause once you were done, they were just like, you got to go. And I was like, oh man, I want to like, cause you can't hurt anybody on it, which is, yeah. which is great. Cause I, that was the whole wrestling, uh, fucking mythos was, I was like, I want to fucking just slam around, but not hurt anybody. Yeah. I need some sanctioned violence, but not even, I get, I will. It's the pulling the release valve, but knowing that you're not actually hurting anyone or anything that that's I get it. That's what I wanted to do. And so then to encounter one with boxing gloves and booze within a short walk from my house. I mean, fuck. Might as well have been my graduation party. Nice. I had a blast at that fucking thing. I did, too. I lived large. (laughs) Yeah. You cast a big shadow that night. It was exciting to watch you flourish. <laughs> For all I know, that might have been uh, some of the first time you encountered a couple of the other people at that soiree. Very much so. I knew, uh, I knew what Frank, and then I knew, I knew maybe both of the well, one and two. You probably met my next door neighbor, David, who we can yeah. say his name. I'm gonna pretend I don't know whether or not he was there. I have no idea, but you definitely met David. Uh, right. And yeah, you met the, uh, the you, you definitely met the two gentlemen that we met at the high school. Yeah, the turd burners. Yeah, it's possible you met a uh, moon bounce sex guy. Well, no, I'm, I met them all that day. And then I, I mean, met, you definitely met I them met, all that day. Yeah. I met family Frank and then, uh, uh, yeah, probably a couple more of your neighbors and then some awkward kids from my high school. Oh yeah, did you, do you remember recognizing any of them and being like, "Hey, uh-uh, good." How big nope. was that high school? Was that bigger than where I went? My graduating class was like three sixty. Oh, that's that's like I don't know thirty people bigger, if that. Yeah, that was, right. yeah. I think we were we were closer to three hundred. I think, but yeah. All right. For some reason, I imagined it as bigger, but it was was it all fellas? No, that's that was our rival school. Is that was Sally? Mm-hmm. The gals from Sal's. And what's the what was the all the all ladies school? There were a couple. There was Ursuline and Padua. Padua. Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. I don't know why I'm thinking of that. Pandas. I don't think I knew anybody who went there, but Yeah. Hey, so some people on Reagan's side thought you wrestled? No no, I just mean I think they were I honestly didn't think that that part of the speech would even like ring with anybody <laughs> i think a few people were surprised that i was a was a wrestling type of dude just because i don't know once once i once i cleared 200 pounds which was let's be honest let's be honest here family that was a while ago i kind of stopped bumping into people 
with the exception of rugby and shows. And so none of them have known me as the wrestling guy. I just kind of stand in the corner uh, with my elbows tucked hard into the rib cage. Tuck them in hard. If we're in a mm-hmm. bodega, tuck them in hard. I'm not trying to knock some panko breadcrumbs and a couple cans of dinty more beef soup off the shelf. No way. I'm going to get in, I'm going to get out, and I'm going to keep myself small, and I'm not hitting anybody in the face with my elbow accidentally. And if I do, I am very sorry. I feel like you've done this before. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is learned behavior. Yeah, not, yeah, this wasn't just me out on a limb being like, what if I just became a... Uh, uh, really awkward socially. See, that's that's my fucking problem, is I don't learn. You know that elbow cut that you had to remove the stitches from? Yeah, yeah. I keep hitting that same fucking spot, like, every morning <laughs> in the locker room at work. <laughs> I don't fucking learn. I, I have violent arm movements. That's just who I am. Violent or confident? Yeah. I think you're just like, no, 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 this is going to be fine. Violently confident. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see. Oh. I'll cut this out. We're a little short. We can vamp a little more if we want. Yeah. Let's see. What, vampires? <sighs> Dust till dawn. Uh, 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 bust till dawn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dust on fawn. Yeah. Uh, this is all staying in. Uh, uh, ben, in the future, don't cut this out. So... I started knifing people on my way to and from work. And I keep running that red light in front of the police station. So, like. Now that's how a professional transitions. Let's go with story A. <laughs> um, well, it's all in my mind, but, you know. Ah. <laughs> it, Good. it helps. It helps, man. Mm, eh, mm. <laughs> If we were sponsored by Talkspace, I'd tell you to use that promo code that we don't have. <laughs> uh, no, I can't I can't complain about commuting in Boston. The weather has been beautiful and that's fine. That's great. It's uh you can breathe the air out here again. Oh yeah? I don't mean to brag. Well, I mean you could always breathe it. It's just whether or not it was, you know, acutely harmful to you. It was always harmful. It was just how much can it fuck you up? Man, it was acutely harmful. It was. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it was really, really bad. (laughs) Was it like Halloween came just like two months too early? Well, actually, so the day that the sky was all fucking orange and spooky and shit, the the air wasn't actually all that bad. The smoke was way above, way above ground level, which is why I changed the air color or the sky color. But after that, we were at, uh, if I were a fucking like a like a white news anchor right now, I'd be like, it's as bad as, as uh Shanghai, which is just don't, don't do that because then we're just accepting the fact that Shanghai is horrible air and nobody cares. But as far as numbers go, yes, it was as bad as Shanghai, a little bit worse for some of the days, which really makes it puts all that, what they got to be going through in perspective. But again, we're not getting into the heavy shit. We're now back to either blue or green, depending on what color chart you're looking at. But we're in the good stuff now, and it's wait. You have a green sky. Doesn't that mean that they're seeding clouds with the chemtrails? No, we're talking the air quality, my man. The greenish tint, yes, the greenish tint that you see in storm clouds uh, is the ones that they make with the the chemtrails. That's that's how they're getting us. That's real. We believe that. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. So you had blue. Is blue better than green? 
It depends on so there's there's several like air quality. How stuff. can blue not be better than green? Blue well, is what you want the sky to be. Like literally. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> but why it not? just it just depends on the scale of the sites. No, it's a dick move. I agree. It should be uniform. Green's the best for some, blue's the best for others. What's strange is that purple always seems to be the worst, and it's like, guys, purple's a kick ass color. Yeah, it means tornado warning. Yeah. When it comes to weather. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry for that. I think uh I think we're starting to get some fantastic sunsets because of the particulate in the air, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so the smoke has apparently hit Europe, which for those uh, keeping score at home is not this continent. It's a different continent, which is Hey, World War 3, man, fought in the air. Look, I mean, if the California fires are trying to compete with us, we have hit three continents. We've got a couple of listens in a certain uh, city called Bangkok. So it's either that or somebody we listen to uses a VPN, which bounces through Bangkok at some point in time. Uh, But I'm going to take the win nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Also, shout out to our Moscow listener, our Netherlands listener. I forget what city you were. I don't believe it was Amsterdam, or I probably would have said that. And uh, shout out to to you, our editor and oh, producer. Oh, well, you do a great job. I gotta say, because you cut out all of my bullshit, and god damn it, is there a lot of it? Here we come. <laughs> First off, I cut out our bullshit. We both um from time to time. There'll be a pregnant pause or two. But as far as, like, uh, you know, unacceptable talk, we've avoided it. I haven't really needed to edit any of that because we're, uh, we're upstanding young gentlemen. Speaking of upstanding young gentlemen, I'd like to give a shout out to four dudes who I think at least two have listened to the show at some point. Can't say they're regular listeners, but maybe they are. But I'm just happy. I saw a photo. I saw a photo, James. It was posted. By none other than our young friend, Ricky Stock, wow. a.k.a. Dickie Stock. All and right. this, this photo was JJP, Johnny Paps himself, next to Wiggles, Brandon, all of our multi-named friends, mm-hmm. having a great time. And I yep. was like, damn, I'm glad to know that the three of them are hanging out. And then I saw another picture posted by Dan Somerville. That was all three of them. Uh, Then I saw a picture of all four of them. Wow. They all got to hang out and be the fellas. Big shout out to the dudes hanging out, being dudes. Great work. For those, most of our listeners who don't know any of the people I'm talking about, uh, they worked with us at the best period of time to work at the warehouse that we all worked at. No, it was the best period of time in our lives. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Just and, look at the dates. And three of them still live in the city, but are kind of, you know, they're a little bit spread out. One of them lives outside of Boston. But just to have them all together in one spot, family, I wouldn't lie to you. I would never exaggerate. I would never ever exaggerate ever even a little bit but seeing the four of them together again filled this filled this old chunk of cole's heart just all full of bliss and whiskey and glee oh boy i had just i legitimately was all jokes aside i was legitimately super pumped just just to see that yes 
all the rotten eggs in one basket. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Well, these are these are trying times, but uh, yeah, they're reliving our favorite past. And hey, <clears throat> why not? Now, I believe that's going to bring us straight into now. Now. A segment that now, now we can proceed with. Now. All right. Do you have a segment or should now I have a segment? I think now. you now have a segment. All right. You know what you need to do. Classic one sec vamping from, from Jimbo. And here we go now. All right. So you want to know how to make a perfect Cuba Libre. You buy a glass bottle Coke and you get some white rum and you get some ice in a glass and you can garnish with lime. And cut. That was a real. S- I got nothing. I just wanted to do that. Yeah. All right. Now, for those. <laughs> Damn it. That was an action. That wasn't a bit. That was me actually doing it. All right. Now, for those who haven't heard this before. I'm going to be posting these pictures, so if you're currently listening to this, check the most recent post at Road Sodas Pod on Instagram to see, read along what we're talking about. Go ahead and go ahead and pause. This is the one time I'm going to tell you to pause. Go ahead and pause. Bring that up. And we're back. Okay. What these are is it's a joke-a-day calendar that I had a sort of a colleague who worked on a different shift from me but shared an office with me, and I was fascinated by this because... She was, uh, she's from Cambodia. Her native, her native language was Khmer, and she spoke English fairly well, but I was afraid she was going to think these were actual English jokes because they're not jokes. These are the worst written. They're not funny. And they're because, because they're not funny. I found them funny that someone wrote and sold this. And the genius of it is that as you'll see in the photos, it just has the date. It doesn't have the date plus the day of the week, which means that this is good for every year forever. Just a joke of the day calendar for every day. You only need one because the same days happen every year. You say forever. I don't know. That assumes that we continue to have days on this planet. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, what we've done in the past and what we will do again, because again, no one's told us that this sucks, which means you're all tacitly giving us approval to continue with the bit. Because I'm going to find two of these we're going to go with the day we record which is hey that's a little peek behind the curtain for you guys that's fun you're going to hear the day we record which is september 23rd and then the other date that i'm going to look up is uh the day that this is going to come out now see what we got here here comes some napkin math september 23rd now i'm going to describe this because i know the listener at home is surely looking at Road Sodas Pod at Instagram and seeing the most recent post, but Jimbo has not gotten a chance to do that yet because I haven't posted it yet because that's how time works. Yeah. Now, so I'm going to describe the image. You'll have to hear it again. I don't apologize. Enjoy. What we've got here, the image. It appears to be a man and a woman holding a platypus by its shoulders and looking at it. Mm-hmm. It says, who? It's the whole format of this joke is bad so i'm gonna do my best here to describe it adam and eve were naming the animals quote i named that one a duck-billed platypus said eve quote why on earth is it a duck-billed platypus asked adam quote because it looks like one silly said eve (laughs) holy shit my god, that's hilarious. Oh, 
God damn. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see this next one. Now, if your guts weren't thoroughly busted enough, I believe this episode is going to come out on Tuesday, October 13th, which is the spookiest. T- no. It's just <laughs> the last day of the fall semester. Okay. So for this one, the picture is quite simple. I don't even have to show it to you. It's just a very angry-looking gorilla's face. The joke goes as follows. What do you call a bad-tempered gorilla? And the answer is, sir? <laughs> oh, I get it now with the visual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <sighs> Yeah, that I, sucks. I it hate that. It sucks so bad. So I said this before, but after I left the company, it's actually like a couple of years after I left the company, a guy that I worked with who worked in a different part of the building, would he'd come over and hang out in my office. We, we, we would, I would just make fun of this calendar. I want to be clear, not the person who owned the calendar. I felt bad for her because I really, idioms, as previously mentioned, do not translate one-to-one. They're very language-specific, and it was sort of one of those, like, I hope she doesn't think this is actually like humor because it's i don't know what this is this is what some lady who had a printing press and like a hole puncher uh made and sold at a yard sale i mean this this the october 13th the one from the day the podcast getting released is basically a furry joke i mean it's just somebody wants to fuck an animal like maybe that's the implication he looks angry but that guy who would come out and hang out in my office with me, he uh, bought that. He found the calendar online somewhere, bought it, and mailed it to me. And I don't even think he knows I ever got it. We don't talk all that much. But uh, God damn if it isn't one of my favorite things to just flip through. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a little bit since I got a, a far side from my mom. So I feel you, man. I feel you with with your jokes of the day. Something nice about them. Something. Yeah, you know the the zombie thing wore off. I got I got somebody one time for a gift a zombie like factoid of the week or of the day calendar like a three sixty five like hey trim your hair the zombies can't pull it. There you go. <laughs> Happy February twenty sixth. Zombies were huge for a while. That it's was really dark if you wake up to that shit. Any gift you were going to get somebody was going to have a, it was going to be bacon. It was going to be epic. It was going to be zombie. It was going to be a mustache. Yeah. Zombie bacon mustaches. I mean, that was, that was the whole gift giving sphere. Uh, can we get back there? Like the, the post nine eleven, but the pre, you know, financial crisis. Like we know Bush is an asshole, but like he can't run for president again. <laughs> so like we have to get somebody new. We talk, we talk in 2008. Uh. Yeah. Or yeah. like 2007. Yeah, the bacon, zombies, and that other Because I feel like that was like 2009. Mustaches. I don't know, man. You made that bacon vodka, I feel like, very early on. Yeah, so I might as well come clean on this. Nowadays, all, all you epic dudes out there can just buy fucking bacon vodka right down at your local watering hole. But when you couldn't do that, you had to make it yourself. And I'm not entirely sure where I stumbled upon this recipe, article, whatever the fuck I read. It's called a GeoCities site. It honestly could have been. <laughs> I, I don't remember. 
But I do remember that it was a soft, my sophomore year of college, so I would have been 18. Or I guess this was the end of the year, so it would have been 19. And I had placed what, what I did. The recipe called for you take a pint of vodka, which I had a, mace, a, a pint mason jar, filled it with vodka, and it said, go ahead and cook three strips of bacon and put them in the mason jar full of vodka for like a week. And then take them out, and you've got bacon vodka. And I was like, whew, three strips for a week. You know what will be better than that? Twelve strips for like three months. Uh, times four, and then you put like a, what, ten exponent on that? Yeah. <laughs> and so I put it under the bed and then basically forgot about it till we had to move out. And so while we're packing up, I find it. We lived in an eight-person dorm, so it was three doubles and two singles, and our friends were kind of over because it's kind of the end of the semester. You know, everyone's kind of hanging out with everybody. And I was like, fellas, great news. It's breakfast time, and I just found some breakfast booze. And unaware of what I'd made, uh, I poured us all shots. I don't even know if I finished the shot. What I'd, what I'd, what I'd ended up making was salt vodka. You couldn't taste bacon or uh-huh. smoke or anything. It yep. was just salt. Mm-hmm. But crucially, and I don't even know if Jimbo knows this, it did smell strongly and potently of bacon. Are you fucking kidding me? You use that shit like cologne. I <laughs> used it exactly. For, I wasn't sure for if like you a, knew. For like a brief period. Yeah. But you smelled like bacon. <laughs> yeah. I used that as cologne because... I'm a very sweaty individual. I rarely smell good. I'm not going to say I smell bad all the time, but it's just, you know, if I'm sitting right now, I'm sweating. It's probably 68 degrees and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and I am sweating and I'm Uh, sitting here. I haven't been clearly, I I haven't, I'm not doing pushups. I'm not squatting. I've done zero deadlifts since this started and yet I'm sweating and I don't think I smell bad. But I don't smell good. And so what I did was, what if I turned that around and said, instead of trying to smell good, I attract wolves. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It reminds me of a Taco Bell advertisement where they had a chalupa with a strip of bacon in it. And a chick keeps it in her purse all the time. And dudes just like flock to her. I remember that commercial. <laughs> yeah, it's a chalupa. <laughs> chalupa yeah. brought him in. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been that aggressively a young man i'm sure you have dear listener if you're a man but like for a taco bell with bacon being an epic bacon guy to put just fucking bacon cologne that you made in a mason jar on yourself i'm so hip my granddad broke me okay oh if it ain't baroque don't fix it he's talking about neoclassical y'all sums bitches uh maybe pre-classical if, if you want to get technical. Damn it, I do. All right. I don't. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, was it Francis, our friend? Good old Francis. Whatever fake name we gave him. Yeah. I hope he's doing well. I've completely lost touch. Honestly, I think the last time I talked to him was the event we discussed previously. That's definitely the last time I talked to him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I hope uh, everybody I've ever met is doing well, if I'm being perfectly honest and full of platitudes. It's election mm-hmm. season, after all. And I hope you all hit the polls and vote me as Ombudsman 
for your social lives. Nice. Ombudsman, word of the week. Google it. Right after you Google bucolic. Honestly, it's a fun word. Yeah. Well, thanks for the plug. Yeah. And uh, and thank you. Uh, what's, a, what's another name for, for Frankie? Uh, Franklin. Uh, old Franklin. Francois. Yeah, Franklin. Yeah. So that'll do it for this week's Road Sodas. We've been great. You've been better. Feel free to send us your own correspondence at roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Hit us with what you're doing, where you're listening from. Feel free to tell us to not read it. That's also great because then it just gives us a nice confidence boost. Hey, what do you smell like? Because I smell awful. Like, just let us know. We, we're we not ashamed. Big time. You shouldn't be either. We're curious. The last write-in made their own email to be extra anonymous. You don't yeah. have to do that. But it's funny if you do. You can also follow us at Road Sodas Instagram. I'm sorry. That's not. None of that's right. You can also follow us at Road Sodas Pod on Instagram. That's our only social media we have going on right now. It's got photos related to the stories that we tell on here. We got a decent back catalog at this point. Feel free to listen to all of that. And share it with a friend if you enjoyed it at all. You know? See what they're up to. In fact, before you share it with them, see how they're doing. Call that friend, the friend you're thinking of right now that you haven't talked to in a while. Shoot him a text. They're not going to be mad. They might be busy. They'll hit you back later. That's what texting's for. Just reach out. And on that note, I believe Jimbo has prepared some parting words, a, uh, perhaps a perhaps a parable, perhaps a fable, uh, some wisdom, a psalm, perhaps. Who can say? And let's get to it, Jimbo, now. Now. Perfection. Thank you. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone. <laughs>